Springfield's Talk 1041. Hey, everybody, and a good morning. We are broadcasting live. It is the Friday Road Show, sponsored by Affordable Towing here at Scramblers. Uh, doors are open. They open at 6 a.m. every single day of the week. If you ever are out just a little bit earlier, then maybe, well, the, then the sun is up anyhow. Come by and get yourself some breakfast or lunch if you'd like here at Scramblers. Again, uh, thanks to Affordable Towing, making that possible. We are going to have uh, Tom Martz with us uh, in the 7 o'clock hour. And then, of course, all the latest updates. Uh, how many boxes of confidential documents will be found today every day we're we're up to three different um findings of, of boxes that all have been inadvertently um placed in these so uh, you know it, joe biden i guess just after the the obama presidency is just wandering around and just putting things in places not knowing what he was doing uh you know they're going back to the traditional incompetence defense that they used for Hillary Clinton when it came to having that uh, server uh, inside a bathroom closet and it illegally had all sorts of confidential emails, top secret emails, and her defense was incompetence. You know, I don't understand how these things work. You may recall when she was asked about having the server wiped, she's like, you mean like with a cloth? I'm a girl. I don't understand technology. You know, uh, uh, she, she claimed during her testimony that the, the, um, classified um, uh, indicator on classified documents that is a C with the circle around it. She thought that that meant it was a copy and somebody wrote C for copy on it because that's what you do when you make copies. You write the letter C with a circle around it. Uh, this was the Secretary of State, the, the smartest woman in the world, uh, the woman that we desperately needed to lead our country into the future because she was so brilliant, thought that the classified markings as secretary of state on classified documents meant copy so her defense was i'm a silly little girl i don't understand technology golly gee whiz uh joe biden's defense apparently is going to be he didn't know it was all inadvertent you know i i mean come on we all know joe everybody knows he's not all there he's been we can't blame joe for being confused and you know laying classified and top secret documents all over the the place come on now some democrats are suggesting a conspiracy theory almost QAnon style that republicans are planting all of these documents all over the place which if they are planting these these documents uh, it, it sort of indicates that these areas that we're told are very secure uh, including a locked garage with a corvette in it they must not be that secure after all that's an interesting Interesting uh, uh, take on it. We're going to talk with uh, Ryan here in just a moment from A1 Custom Car Care. First, Jason Reimer with the latest news update. Green County authorities cleaning up some homeless encampments in Springfield. Green County deputies have arrested 11 people at homeless encampments in Springfield. They were arrested for trespassing and for outstanding arrest warrants. Deputies said the people arrested had set up illegal encampments. They were provided with a list of resources to help with food and shelter. That's George Lawson reporting. The 38th Annual Bass Pro Shops Tournament of Champions got underway Thursday in Springfield. Second round action continues today, followed by the championship rounds on Saturday. And a man has been charged with murder and jailed in a case that baffled police for nearly two decades. Mike Clardy from St. Louis County was charged Wednesday 
with second-degree murder and abandonment of a corpse in the killing of Deanna Denise Howland from Alton, Illinois. Her decapitated torso was found in 2004 at a Missouri rest stop on I-70. In 2016, DNA samples were used to identify her. DNA evidence connected Clardy to the crime. Police say he confessed after his arrest. I'm Jason Rima, Springfield's Talk 1041. First alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements. Say mostly sunny day, high of 36, 21 overnight tonight. Sunny 48 tomorrow, 55 on Sunday, and then Monday, I have 64, so going to get pretty nice. Ryan with A1 Custom Car Care joins us this morning. Good to see you, sir. Good to see you as well. So what's up? What's going on? What are your uh, bits of wisdom for us this morning? It's really straightforward. I don't have a good intro for it. I, don't you know, know. I, I yeah. just gave it to you. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've talked about headlights and, and lighting being important mm, yes, all the time. Especially, especially at night with, when it's dark. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially now with all the animals moving around and everything like that. Yeah. So I wanted to kind of share some tips that might make it easier when you're trying to change them out because that that's pretty complicated nowadays and especially if you have ridiculous. larger hands I, I don't have like these massive hands you're talking about the headlight lamps like yeah. the bulbs yeah and sometimes that can be so frustrating mm-hmm. so one of the important things to remember is is check your owner's manual and there are plenty of online resources as well but know how the system works you know, usually the owner's manual, it'll give you a description of, you know, when you flip the switch, this is what happens, mm-hmm, and then these mm-hmm. lights come on. But also, if you're looking at those fuse diagrams, it'll tell you, you know, some cars have a left and a right fuse, a left and a right high beam fuse, and left and a right low beam fuse. Maybe it's all on one fuse. You know, so you replace a light bulb and it doesn't work. Okay, and, and the so it idea could be a being, fuse oh, issue. Oh, maybe it's this. Maybe it's one of those relays. And that can give you a few other things you can check to try to avoid having to go get something fixed. Mm. Because, like, someone I know recently had that, you know, where they were like, ah, you know, does your shop do this? Mm -hmm. Having a headlight problem. And you could tell. No, that's the one thing we don't do. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But you could tell that he felt bad because he was like, ah, I should be able to change this. Oh, sure. Right. Right. And it's just different. It's mm. just not as simple. Anymore. All right. Well, actually, I have a question in, in yeah. this genre, if you will. Um, the the haze that headlight, the, yeah. the covers get, that's yeah. something that vexes, I think, anyone who's had a vehicle over a certain amount of years, or if they buy a pre-owned oftentimes, that, of course, can diminish. Yep. The, and and uh, you're talking about safety issues there. There are so many different products out there. I know in the past I've used one. I believe it was a 3M product. Yep. Um, and that involved, you know, used your your drill and and you know that had the couple of different sand steps it down. And yeah that, you wet it and then yeah. sand it down and all uh, of course then you can see oftentimes popping up in your social media feed this oh it's just a wipe look at this it's amazing yeah. no. um so your your thoughts recommendations when it comes to those sorts of products uh i would stick with a name brand like mm-hmm. the 3m product mm-hmm. that you mentioned usually has three or four steps they're usually pretty mm-hmm. good um, I know Mothers and McGuire's make a mm-hmm. few, and those are, are pretty good. The trick to remember with those, it is not a permanent fix. Right. Um, I, I remember back when I started as a technician, I think there was one product out there that had some sort of a UV protectant mm-hmm. in the uh, you know the stuff you put on afterwards, right. like the, the final mm-hmm. coat. And uh, even then, that stuff would yellow wow. after about a year, year and a half. It wouldn't get all fuzzy. 
and it wouldn't create that film, but it would yellow, and the lens would turn. So ultimately, color. I mean, you're, you're just looking at having to get whole new headlamps. Eventually, eventually, okay. The idea is, if it's something where you're no. trying to, hey, can I nurse it along a little right. bit longer? Can I get a little bit more life yeah. out of it? You know, enough time to save up some money, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, or you know, like when I had that BMW, and you've you've probably felt this. This pain, you I don't know. Like to talk about those. Those. I had the fancy and... lights that would turn with the steering wheel. Oh. And so buying new headlights for those, I mean, that's like seven hundred dollars a piece. So yeah, I'm I probably just going to spend the money to yeah, recode it right, every now and again. Right. All right, A1 Custom Car Care, three area locations, all under Nick's endorsements. KSGF.com. Thank you, sir. Right. Not a problem. Appreciate it greatly. Uh, traffic update now from Scramblers, uh, our Friday Road Show sponsored by Affordable Towing. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. All right, Mary Garland named special counsel um, for uh, Biden. Uh, Biden's really kind of backed these folks into a corner here. Uh, the press conference yesterday was just so perfect um, with Peter Ducey and the Biden's defense, which was off script yesterday regarding this, is that he locks his garage. So it's totally cool. Um, <laughs> you know, one of the little tips oftentimes that are provided to people when it comes to home safety is um, the, um, the the pull the pull release on on a garage. If you have an automatic garage and if uh, it it stops working or you lose power and it doesn't have battery backup, there's uh, that. Some people may not even realize what this is. It's a, usually a rope, and you can pull that, and it detaches the arm uh, from the mechanism so that you can manually pull it up. And apparently, um, you had some clever thieves, burglars that, um, had concocted these devices where they could go in through the gap in the garage door and they could, uh, manage to pull that down. And so anyway, oftentimes home safety people would advise that you remove that, that rope from that in order to diminish the likelihood that somebody could break into your garage. I don't know how prevalent that sort of thing was, but nonetheless, the point being is it's not that hard to break into a garage. <laughs> I mean, no security, no se- There were two years here. Oh, and, and by the way, apparently Hunter Biden, according to paperwork Hunter Biden filled out, Hunter Biden owned that home during part of that period of time. Now, whether that was Hunter Biden lying on forms, uh, again, uh, that's something that he has done in the past, uh, or did he legitimately own the home? Um, you know, these are questions I'm sure that we will all find out. So the White House, is their their position is that uh, it, this was all inadvertent. Um, in other words, incompetence. Uh, this is is falling back on the defense that Hillary Clinton used when it came to her illegal 
housing of confidential and top secret information and emails on that server that she had hidden in her bathroom. And then, of course, after it was subpoenaed, uh, she hired somebody to destroy all of the evidence. But she's a Democrat, so, hey, it's all cool. And her ultimate defense was incompetence. You know, she didn't understand. She didn't know what the classified markings meant. It was all very confusing to her, all this technology. She's just a girl after all. And, you know, they didn't have all that STEM stuff when she was a girl. And so uh, she just could not figure it all out. So the White House is defending Biden uh, after the... Even evidently there's a third location or a third number of documents that are classified that have been found. Um, Corrine Jean-Pierre saying we are confident that a thorough review will show these documents were inadvertently misplaced. They're very confident that it is Joe Biden's incompetence that led to this. He's just confused. He's walking around with these boxes because evidently the dementia was setting in as soon as he was uh, or he had he had vacated the White House as vice president because remember we all you 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 look at him today and it's clear that there is some form of cognitive issue there whether it is dementia or Alzheimer's or whatever it is uh, there, there's something going on there but when he was vice president it didn't seem that prevalent that appears however to be the position that they're taking because it would be upon his vacating the White House from the Obama administration that he was placing these documents in these different areas and and it, it being inadvertent um, you know how that occurs uh, other than just you know incompetence. Classified documents, of course, um, have now been discovered in three different locations. The president's house in Wilmington, his garage, and his private office at the Biden Pen Center in Washington, D.C., according to reports. Jean-Pierre refused yesterday to clarify details about where the documents were found, but confirmed that the president was surprised. He's just surprised. Oh, oh, come on, man. You found more? Oh, just surprised by all of this. She said he did not know the records were there when they were found. Then who put them there? How did they get there? How did he not know that they were there? John Kirby said the president has spoken to how seriously he takes the handling of classified documents. This is what is also worrisome. If this is what happens with documents that the president takes seriously, what happens with those that he doesn't? You know, some of the biggest screw-ups of this administration, specifically at the hands of Joe Biden, we're told are the areas that Joe Biden has the most focus. Laser focus. He used that term when he was talking about the border, laser-focused on the border. When we, uh, the, the, the humiliating and devastating, deadly disaster out of Afghanistan, we were told how on point Biden was, how, I mean, that you know, he just, that was a huge priority for him, and, of course, it was declared a massive success. When it comes to these classified documents that... 
there, there's hardly anything he takes more serious and more important. If you watch the, watch the press conference last uh, yesterday, there were a number of different themes and, and ad nauseum. Jean uh, Pierre was, go, you know, oh, he takes these classified documents very seriously. Joe Biden said in Mexico City, everyone knows how serious uh, he takes classified documents. And if you notice, the more focus that Biden puts on something, the bigger of a disaster it is. The greater weight he puts into it, the, the, the more serious nature he has regarding any particular issue, the bigger a screw-up it is. The, the single greatest thing you can hope for, if you are on Joe Biden's radar, is that he does not really care. You are not a priority. He is not taking your situation seriously because those are the people, those are the issues, those are the areas in which the most damage is done by this guy, by their own admission, their own declarations. And so it should tell us something that that the classified document situation, we're told over and over and over again how seriously he takes it, yet how bungled he has made this entire situation and this is just what we know so far of course who knows uh what other documents will come about um and uh we should all however be assured though at least when it comes to his garage number one wants to make sure everyone knows he has a corvette and number two he keeps his garage locked so yeah so he says is his point it's not like it's out by the road (laughs) i'm telling you the, the guy he had a prepared statement and he couldn't help himself and, of course, he harmed himself. Uh, coming up, however, some Democrats are floating the idea that this is a grand conspiracy and that Republicans perhaps planted these classified documents. Now, how it, what Republicans, how they got their hands on these classified documents from Joe Biden uh, and Obama, what, you know, did Obama give them to Republicans? I mean, you know, it, it's not like these are just floating around, unless, of course, they're in the possession of Joe Biden, but uh, they're classified top secret documents. We're live from Scramblers this morning, sponsored by Affordable Towing, the American Transmissions Talk, a text line 447 KSGF. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. All right, you have the news program on ABC News known as The View, and that's their description of The View, uh, suggesting that this is a conspiracy against Joe Biden. It's not his dishonesty. It's not his unethical behavior. It's not his dementia. It's none of that stuff. It is a a conspiracy amongst Republicans um, because Republicans have a real track record within the deep state of carrying this stuff out, you know. You also have a Congressman uh, Jefferson. Uh, this is the same member of Congress who questioned our military during congressional testimony as to whether or not we should be concerned that Guam might flip over uh, because of the military base buildup and population buildup on one side of the island. Uh, and he was not joking. I, I'm telling you, th- there is this misconception that you can not get into Congress if you are some sort of idiotic moron. Uh, and there are numerous examples. I'm not even talking about policy issues, but I mean, this is a guy 
who Democrats embrace, seriously believed that Guam was going to flip over because there were too many people on one side. He suggested to a reporter that perhaps a Republican had planted this. (laughs) Now, of course, it's just absurd. And frankly, that sort of idiotic dismissal of these actions by then-Vice President Joe Biden, it, it does not help Biden, It does, because average people who want to believe that they are, you know, that you know, they know, yeah, politicians, they may not always be honest, people aren't, but, you know, they, they want to believe the stuff that they're hearing. They, 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 they just want this sense that they're, they're being fed uh, a, a counterpoint that is based in some lot. When they start hearing that stuff, they're like, okay, clearly, clearly these people have no defense. So the level of absurdity is actually beneficial for the truth. For a political party that loves to talk about Republicans being conspiracy theorists, for a political party that loves to accuse Trump supporters of being these conspiracy theorists that follow QAnon, they come up with some of the grandest conspiracy theories. How, just logistically, logistically, how is it that Republicans... What, in whatever capacity, whether it's a Republican intern or Republican operative, they think it's Carl Rove or uh, Kevin McCarthy or Jim Jordan or, you know, whatever the capacity is, some RNC worker, Donald Trump. <laughs> How is it that they think that they managed to get classified and top secret documents from the Biden or the Obama administration? And they were able to get those in their possession and then sneak into the Biden pen office, sneak into Biden's garage at his, as, at his home, sneak into his residence and plant all this stuff. And nobody knows about it. You really genuinely have to be, it, I don't know what's, is imbecile below idiot? Numbskull? I, I, I don't know, but it's definitely below idiot. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Hey everyone, it's Sarah Myers. Hey guys. My right. pony. Genuine. Oh goodness. Hey, we played this song at our wedding. Fun fact. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Were you there? You were there. Yeah, for this I was part. there. At, yeah. Was I there for this Ryan part? did a little dance. Mm-hmm. It was pretty great. That's that's when I left. I, I know. like, you know what? I know. This is just insulting. Oh, well, human, I thought it was pretty great. Human nature. And speaking of things that are pretty great, so are the Pyramid Roofing Company. Now, you know, the last week we've had tons of different uh, weather phenomenons. We've had snow. We've had rain. We've had tons of wind. And maybe you've noticed some yellowing on your ceiling. Maybe you've noticed... Um, some shingles that have made their way off of your roof and into your front yard, or maybe you're thinking to yourself, you know, all of those things, uh, 
Well, thankfully, nothing happened, but I think I might need to get a roof estimate and make sure that we get our roof repaired and replaced before something does happen. If that's the case, I highly recommend my friends over at the Pyramid Roofing Company. They can come out, get on your roof, and uh, see what's going on. Maybe you don't need a whole new roof. Maybe you need... Uh, just a roof repair. Either way, the Pyramid Roofing Company, they have got you covered. Now you can find all their contact information housed at ksgf.com under the Sarah's Endorsements tab. Uh, you know, with the conspiracy theories that some Democrats are floating that all of these, uh, these top secret and confidential documents that Biden has sprinkled about his, uh, his home and his garage and, and elsewhere, um, seems like a pretty good story for the news leader i mean we know how they love conspiracy theories whether it's trump calling josh holly or or secretary state ashcroft meeting with the my pillow guy i mean they love jumping on these conspiracies so here's this is this one is just it is ripe for the picking how republicans are perhaps planting all of this information there may be people in Joe Biden's neighborhood who actually have my pillows. That would be an interesting connection, wouldn't it? Coincidence? I think not. Documents show Hunter Biden actually owned that Delaware house in 2018. Hunter Biden owned the home in which documents were found. This, according to documents unearthed by New York Post Miranda Devine yesterday on a document titled Background Screening Request. It appears Hunter checked a box to indicate that he owned that home in Willington, Delaware. The document is signed July of 2018. In 2017, Biden, of course, left the lighthouse and you know, took with them inadvertently a bunch of classified documents and inadvertently left them all over the place, including that home that Hunter Biden claims he owned. Uh, now, did he actually own it, or is this just another form that Hunter Biden lied on? This is one of the difficulties. It's like chasing rabbits when you're trying to get to the truth with these people. Uh, you, you, you know, it becomes very, very difficult. Somebody you think, ah, well, look at this. This is interesting. Hunter Biden owned the home. Well, maybe not, because he lies about stuff. And we know that he lies on forums. Uh, he lied on a federal form when he was uh, purchasing a firearm. And so when it comes to a background check, I suppose that it should not be any surprise that he potentially lied there as well. I stand firm that the only way Joe Biden is going to be held accountable for any of this stuff is if the same people who wanted Trump out decide that they want him out. Then it will be used in order to do so. I suspect that they believed, well, of course, he was the alternative to Trump. They hated Trump. They think we can control this guy, but it's very difficult to control and manipulate somebody who doesn't have their faculties about him. I mean, somebody that does not remember what's going on day to day that is a difficult person to control. I don't think it took very long for them to figure this out. I also believe there's a very good chance they thought the midterms were going to be a disaster. You heard in the lead-up, the weeks to the midterms, 
elected Democrats on the record saying he should not run for re-election. They were prepping for a disaster as a way to exit him out of re-election options. Or running for re-election options, I should say. When that didn't happen, kept the Senate, because Mitch McConnell's brilliant, did not make the gains that were hoped in the House, and it was declared a victory. And in fact, relative to other midterm elections for first-term presidents, it was a better showing than we've seen in a very, very long time. Victory lap for Biden. Definitely running for re-election. Bragging points. So what do they do with him now? Well, (laughs) maybe this. Paul Ryan former Speaker of the House, declares that Trump is a proven loser, fading fast, and can't imagine him getting the nomination. He said this on CNN because that's where real winners go. Former Speaker of the House Paul Ryan said on The Lead, former President Donald Trump's proven leader whose influence on the Republican Party is fading fast. Anchor uh, Jake Tapper asked, what if you were advising Kevin McCarthy and House Republicans right now? What would you tell them to do about the U.S. economy? Ryan said, well, we can make good on our social contract, which I would argue center left and center right we agree on. Because all successful Republicans reach across the aisle. Claimed we believe in Medicare and Social Security and Medicaid. So let's make these things solvent. Let's make them work better. You know, like he managed to do when he was Speaker of the House. Tapper said, I know that when you were Speaker and Donald Trump was President, you guys would talk about this. And he did not understand why you would ever want to do it because it's bad politics. To which Ryan added, he's fading fast. He's a proven loser, again, as opposed to Paul Ryan. He cost us the House in 18. He cost us the White House in 20. He cost us the Senate again and again. You know, these people never take responsibility for themselves. Particularly looking at the Senate and claiming that Trump is the reason that Republicans did not win the Senate back when Trump is not even an elected official and Mitch McConnell is the longest. I mean, this guy, he is the Republican's. In the U.S. Senate, he is the guy. This is the guy responsible. Yet it's not his fault. No, he deserves to retain power. Mitch McConnell deserves all of our support. Mitch McConnell deserves to keep his leadership position. Donald Trump, however, does not. I've been struck by this theme And it's the theme that we hear from Republicans, former Governor Asa Hutchinson is one of them from Arkansas, Paul Ryan, uh, all of these, the the establishment Republican folks that love, that, that would prefer Democrats love them than Republicans. When they talk about the reasons that Trump should not run for re-election, They always talk about how it's just time to move on. Or they will try to blame Trump for other people's losses. But I'm hearing this over and over and over again, this theme, that the party needs to move past Donald Trump. The party needs to move on from Donald Trump. So the the reason that they give is just the reason itself. We just need to move on. 
I've noticed they never say, well, the reason that we need to have the party move on from Donald Trump is because he failed with his economic policies. Do you notice they don't say that? They don't say his policies in the Middle East proved to be a failure. That's why we need to move on from Donald Trump. They don't say his attempts and the, the actual success of securing the border more so than it had ever been in recent history. They, they, don't, they, don't, they don't say, well, the failure at the border, that's the reason we need to move on. They don't say, well, because of those tax cuts that, that uh, he, he managed to get in place and roll back of regulations, that that's why we need to move on from Donald Trump. They, they don't uh, point to NATO for the first time increasing their financial stake and actually beginning to kick in dollar amounts that they are required to, but they haven't because we as the United States never managed to get them to do so, but Trump did. They, they don't talk about, you know, uh, failures with NATO. They don't talk about the fact that the, the failure of his economic policies to close the income gap, because, of course, he did it close the income gap. And it's I think it really says something about these Republicans who tell us it's time to move on, but they can't actually give a single reason in terms of his results as to why we should move on. It's just because we should. That's all. It's just time. People are past him. What are we, why do we elect a president? Because if you listen to these people, it's evidently not about results. Because they do not give any, you know, when, when we talk about why Biden shouldn't run for re-election or why Biden should not, if he does run for re-election, get elected, we can give you reasons why. Here's what he did to the economy. Here's what he did with the border. Here's what he did in Afghanistan. Here's what he's doing here. Here's what he's doing. I mean, you can just go down the list, one after another, after another, after another. But whenever they talk about Trump not running, there's never a list of reasons in terms of results why it is that he should not run again. It's just because, well, he's divisive or it's just time to move on. And I think that speaks volumes. And notice that any time you hear any of these establishment, and this is, I could I could not stand being a journalist, but if I were able to quantum leap into a journalist body, these are the questions that I would like to ask the Paul Ryans and the Hutchinsons and, and any of these establishment Republicans that talk about how it's time to move on. I, I would like to say, you know, I, we hear this theme. You're not the only one. There are plenty of Republicans that say this. But, but I've noticed that never is there a policy reason why. Never do you give a, a reason. You never point to his record as president. You never point to results, like what happened in terms of the economy, the border, uh, uh, Middle Eastern politics, uh, North Korea, uh, any of these. Uh, you, you never say, well, it's look at what he did and how he screwed this up. Uh, why is that? Can you give any reasons? Can you give actual results that you can point to as failures due to his policy that disqualify him from not only being president of the United States, but even running for your nomination? I would like to hear the response to that. Springfield's Talk 1041 live from Scramblers this morning. I'm Nick Reed.
You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Floors Plus, Nick's of Floors Plus Springfield. Uh, listen, the quality of their products are fantastic. Of course, they have something for everyone. You may not need the highest quality. You got some sort of romp room uh, uh, for the kids, and and you're looking at it as as uh, just something to lay down, and and they're going to have something like that for you. One of the uh, the traits of Floors Plus that I experienced that I really appreciated is that they don't try to upsell you. In fact, one of the carpetings that we had picked out, they knew ahead of time because we told them, well, here's what we use it, this is what we're doing. They say, you know, actually, you probably don't need that high end. This over here, it looks the same. What you're going to use it for, it's going to do everything you want, but it's $2 a square foot cheaper. Now, most places aren't going to do that. They're going to do the opposite. But it's one of the reasons I really appreciate what they do at Floors Plus. The Nixa location, Springfield location, all of your flooring needs, luxury vinyl planking, hardwood, carpeting, tile, and of course, plus, backsplashes, customized showers, floors plus, Nixa Springfield under Nixa endorsements at ksgf.com. Uh, there was a gentleman out here having breakfast this morning, of course, listening to the show, and during the break, as he was leaving, he commented about how much has happened in the last week. And you think back to last week and how we were hearing about, oh, this speaker thing. How humiliating it is for the Republican Party. The harm that it's doing to the Republican Party. And how this is going to have an impact on the election. Because it's just demonstrating to people that Republicans don't have their act together. They're Republicans. I mean, they can't even get together within a 12-hour period and rubber stamp support for a Speaker of the House. I mean, look at how embarrassing this is. This is a stain on the Republican Party. And, and you had Republicans, establishment Republicans. They were so angry by this. They were uh, using verbiage against other Republicans that you hear from Democrats, like, you know, hostage takers and terrorists and I mean, it was just horrible. And, and the, the the message we kept being bombarded with was how horrible this was going to be imprinted on the minds of Americans. And two years from now, just under, the 2024 presidential and congressional elections that, that the, the, the speaker fight was going to have an impact on, no one even a week later is thinking about that speaker fight. No one is thinking about that. It's not top of mind. It's not back of mind for most people. Now, of course, we have, I'd say, Joe Biden to thank for that. Accelerated erasing of the memory. But it just, uh, in at the time, I said, nobody is going to remember this two years from now. It isn't so much that people have short memories. It's just that tons of stuff happens over a two-year period. And, yes, people do have short memories. But but when you're talking about a two-year period of time, and, and this is why you should always, I shouldn't say always, you should be very cautious 
in accepting a position from someone who says the reason you shouldn't support this is because people are going to remember it come election time. Rarely. I don't know that I can even think of an instance in which people are voting on something that happened a year ago or two years ago or even six months ago. It's generally what is happening in that very moment. And I just think that it is, it's it's a perfect illustration of that here. Uh, A week ago, we were being told that the Republican Party was totally, completely destroying its reputation and that it was going to do harm to the party and their their, uh, uh, potential of taking back the Senate and the White House. And here a week later, nobody's even thinking about that. A week later. Broadcasting live, the Friday Road Show, sponsored by Affordable Towing at Scramblers on Republican National. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Aller, O L L E R, Aller Building Company. You can follow them on uh, social media, Facebook specifically. Uh, any given day, there are people that need to buy a home. And any given day, some of those people do not like remodeling. They, it's just the last thing they want to do. Get everything in there, and then you got to move it out of one room into the other in order to you know, start painting here or the remodeling of kitchens. Anyone who's ever had it done, it, it always takes three times the amount of time that they tell you it's going to take. All our building company is for folks that don't want to mess with that stuff. While they're building the home, you go to the showroom floor. You pick all that stuff out from the beginning. So it is done at the beginning. The first day you walk in, that house is exactly the way you want it with absolutely no remodeling. So if that is you, you don't want to mess with the remodeling. You want it from that moment you walk through the door exactly the way you want it. Then all are building company, O-L-L-E-R. An employee at a luxury New York City hotel housing illegal immigrants revealed... He is now on disability for an injury sustained while attending to a room trashed by illegals. Roe, New York City employee, Felipe Rodriguez, joined Fox and Friends First Thursday to discuss how illegals have created a mess of the establishment and are wasting fresh food as he fears the border impact on community safety. Rodriguez, who interacts regularly with the illegals in his role, was told to deliver a small refrigerator to a room when he injured his knee navigating the cluttered area. He noted, we, we've got people who are getting drunk, they're using marijuana, they're punching, beating their wives or their girlfriends. We have teenagers running around wild around the hotel, opening the fire exit doors. It is a mess. He noted, when I joined Roe in 2017, it was a great place to work. You came in, there was no stress, there was a nice environment where you could associate with the guests. Exchanges were pleasant now. This is a migrant hotel. We don't have any guests anymore. They sold the entire hotel from the fourth floor to the 28th floor. It's all to migrants. He said that while some of the migrants are real great people looking for the American dream, unfortunately, he said, the government didn't vet out just the right people to come into the program and just sent anybody. Critics are also up in arms over the food waste. Rodriguez unveiled footage and pictures of massive amounts of food the hotel was forced to throw away because the illegals wanted different food. Rodriguez saying, I was shocked. It was mind-boggling. And when I asked some of the guests, they said they just didn't want that food, wanted something different. More than 38,000 illegals in New York City, 26,000 currently staying 
in hotels. 26,000 hotel rooms. Or I should say 26,000 illegals staying in hotel rooms, according to Mayor Eric Adams. At the Rose specifically, it is costing taxpayers around $650,000 every night to house the illegals, ringing in around $500 per night per room. Despite the trashed hotel rooms and massive food waste, Rodriguez says that he's, he also worries about how the current circumstances will affect public safety. And, and mark my words, there will be rapes if there haven't been already. Probably somebody will get murdered, and there's a very good chance that human trafficking is going on through those hotels. When you come to a country illegally, and you're rewarded for it, you're encouraged to be lawless. That's just reality. I mean, if you are somebody, this is a dreamland right now under the current administration for people who do not want to adhere to the law. You come, Biden is touting an app to make it easier for these people to get into the country, not more difficult. While the previous administration said we need to make it more difficult. For people who are trying to get into this country illegally to do so, the current administration, his solution, his plan, is we're going to make it easier. We're going to create an app. By the way, here's a phone. By the way, we're going to be getting paying for your health care. We're also going to put you up in a hotel with free food. You don't want it? Fine. You want to beat your wives and girlfriends? Have at it. You want to create all sorts of damn? Why wouldn't they? I'm sorry, but the Democrat Party is turning this country into a cesspool. And the law-abiding citizens are the ones that are constantly forced to not only take a back seat, but to pay for the pandemonium. That these people who don't even have enough respect for this country to come into it legally so that they can turn our country into their big playland ganghouse. News in 60 Seconds, I'm Nick Reed.